With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's the Last Stand Podcast. And here's your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the Last Stand. I'm Brian Custer, where we bring you the biggest names in the sport and in the welterweight division. One of the most exciting fighters at 147 is a young man who fights out of Philly. His name is Jerron Boots Ennis. And he joins us right now. And again, on The Last Stand. Boots, welcome back to The Last Stand. Hey, what's up, man? Appreciate you for having me. Always, you know, supporting and having me on, you know, you know, uh, uh, pushing me out, getting me out there. Absolutely. Listen, man, what what a performance you had on Showtime Championship Boxing. So you take on Sergey Lipinets, former uh, world champion, ranked in the top 10 in the welterweight division. You knock him out in the sixth round. What do you think that victory, that knockout said to those who said, why is this kid getting so much hype and hasn't fought anyone? What did that knockout say to those non-believers? Um, uh, now they, I, I guess now they see why, you know, guys didn't want to, you know, fight me and stuff like that. And like I said before, I take my head off to Sergey Lipinets and his team for, you know, accepting the fight. And I appreciate that and allow me, you know, to elevate my career and, you know, boost my my stat my stats up um my rankings up and you know and become you know eventually a pay-per-view star and like I said before this was the start right here how motivated were you um for th- particularly this fight because of Sergey's background uh coming in and people were fine were saying oh well finally we'll see what this what this supposedly kid is all about um like I, like I said before, every fight I have, I always go into a fight like I'm fighting for a world title. I don't care if I'm fighting somebody 0 and 100. So I'm going to always be well prepared and, you know, be focused and locked in because it's boxing and anything can happen. But I was uh, definitely a, a lot – I was definitely excited uh, for this one because, you know, I had a guy with a name, a former world champion. He fought a lot of top guys, and, you know, and I, I was able to, you know, do my thing and, and, you know, stop him. And nobody else did that. Uh, was it the toughest fight of your career thus far? Um, honestly, I thought he was going, you know, bring like the another another side out of me, and 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 I'd be able to show like more tools and stuff. But it, it wasn't it wasn't that. Like I don't take anything away from you, great fight or anything. It, I, I was just in there having fun and being myself, and I didn't I just yeah, I was just putting on and put on a show. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> and so it begs the question, was it easier than you thought it was going to be? 
Uh, you could say that it was everything that I thought he was going to be, but I thought he was going to like you know throw a little bit more punches and come a little like come forward a little bit more, but uh, maybe I neutralized it you know by you know touching him a little early. So, what did you like most about your performance at, after you had the chance to look back on it? Um. I watched it one time. I need to watch it one more time because I always need a, you know, a second opinion on on, my, on how I fight. But, um, you know, I'm always hard on myself. I don't ever think I look good or do what I need to do. But um, I think I, I think I show a lot in, in, in that last fight. Um, and like I said, if I was just in there having fun, you know what I mean? <laughs> And and you said you're always hard on yourself. What did you not get to show, or what uh, in that fight did you say, man? I I didn't. We worked on this, and I didn't get a chance to bring that out. Um, it's it's not that. It's just that I know that like certain certain shots that we were going, or certain things that we were going, I could have did at that point in time, or I was just like waiting a little too long and stuff like that but I mean at any day it's boxing and you know you get better and better each and every fight and the goal is to learn from your fights and that's what I do I learn from every fight and I get better each and every fight mm. uh why do you think why do you think Boots Ennis is is like the that young lion that everyone in this welterweight division is looking at like whoa man this this kid is going to be a problem what is it do you think that you possess that maybe this division doesn't have? Um, like I always say, I'm, I'm well-rounded at everything that I do. I can box, I can fight on the inside, um, um, strong, fast, powerful, every, everything everything you uh, you need, I have it. And I'm, I'm well-rounded at everything. Yeah, I think this division, everybody is, they only good at like one thing or two things. And I'm good at everything. I thought it was interesting you were quoted as saying the scary thing for the welterweight division is that I haven't even reached my man strength yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely, I feel like I, did, I, I didn't reach my man strength yet. Um, I feel like I have about like one or two more years until like, you know, I get that full adult strength and yeah, it's, it's only up now. Yeah. Uh, so listen, now that, you have a performance like that against a top fighter. Realistically, what do you think is next for you? And have you talked to your team about and said, look, in the welterweight division, you know, this is this is the type of fighter. This is the guy I want. Um, uh, realistically, uh, uh, you know, I, I want a top three or a top five guy, like I said before, or. That, that way, I want top three or top five uh, guy, uh, and that way it put me in line, you know, for a world title by the end of the year or the beginning of 2022. And I just want, you know, all the great fights and fight all the best fighters, and that's the goal. And when you say that, like, who are the type of fighters we talking about when you say you want top three type fighters in the welterweight division? Uh, all the, you know, all the big names, um, like uh, Keith Thurman, uh, guys, Sean Porter, uh, you know, the top guys, the, the belt holders, uh, Terrence Crawford, uh, Errol Spence, Pacquiao, 
um, I feel like I'm missing somebody, but yeah, you, you know, you get it. You get the point. <laughs> yeah. And, and I thought it, I thought it was interesting because, you know, immediately after that victory, you saw there was like, uh, it's time for Boots Ennis versus Keith Thurman. It's mm-hmm. time for, you know, uh, Boots Ennis uh, to take on the, the Sean Porters. Do, do you think you can get those type of fights or, or Boots? Do you think you'll have to sign with Al Heyman and PBC so that those fights are made easier for you? Um, I definitely think I can, uh, we can get those fights um, without a problem. Uh, it's just that, you know, everything about timing and, you know, patience. And, 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 and do you eventually, or have you even thought about signing with Al Heyman and PBC? Um, I just, you know, I've just been sitting back right now and just relaxing. I ain't really been, you know, thinking about stuff like that. <laughs> but um, I'll sit back and talk to, my, you know, my team, uh, my dad, Cameron Duncan, you know, and, and see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, do you do you see because this welterweight? I think the one of the things that makes the welterweight division so good. You have all of these big names that you talk about at the top, and now we've got these young, uh, really good fighters like yourself, you know, uh, coming in as well. And, and do you see like yourself, Virgil Ortiz, who had a really nice showing for himself, like the future Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford of this welterweight division? Um. It, it, this what the division is definitely packed uh, a lot of you know uh, young up and coming hungry fighters and like I said before it's it's time for, you know it's time for the, the youngest to take over and you know the, uh, the older guys gotta get on out the way. <laughs> <laughs> what is your general routine um, after a, a fight? You know how long do you take off? before you just, you know, get back in the gym, just doing some things um, and, and work out before, you know, you get that call for your next fight. So wh- what's the usual routine for Boots Ennis after a fight? Um, uh, after a fight, you know, just, you know, chilling with the fam, relaxing, uh, eating, uh, playing a little basketball. Uh, I went back in the gym actually yesterday, um, you know, just to, to see everybody and, you know, Little light, little shake out, nothing too crazy, you know. I the, the goal for me is to get better, and, uh, you know, and you know just to go down in history as a great. And like I said before, the job not done. I had a great win, but the job not done. Uh, the goal is to be, you know, a world champion, and then eventually, undisputed world champion, and then do the same thing at the, the next weight class. Mm. And, and 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 to not get burned out, you know, how long do you stay away? Let's say, how long do you stay away from the gym? And before you you go back in like every you know every other day or things of that nature just to to keep the body fresh and, and the and the muscles. Um, one thing about me, I I don't get burnt out about boxing. Like it just, I don't know if it's because I've been boxing like I've been around boxing all my life and my brothers. I've been around my brothers and stuff like that and my dad. I just I love I love being around the boxing gym. I love being around you know just just the team period being at fights. Um, yeah, just, I just love boxing period. And it's hard to beat somebody when they love what they do. And I love, I love this sport. So. I thought the one thing that's interesting about you boots is that, and listen, I understand you're young 23, but you haven't fall fallen into any of the traps that come with the hype as 
you know, listen, you, everyone calls you the next big thing. There, there are guys that because of that hype, it takes them under, whether it's partying, clubbing, things of that nature. You haven't fallen uh, in any of those traps. Why is that? And we've seen guys who are your age who have. Uh, why is that? I'm just, that's just the way I was brought up. Uh, that's the way my mom and dad raised me, you know, everything. You just got to, no matter how much money you get, just stay focused, stay humble, um, treat people how you want to be treated. And that's exactly what I do. Um, I don't care how much money I make. I'm going to always be the same person. And you can ask anybody that I went to school with, uh, elementary school, high school, anything. I'm still the same person, uh, didn't change. And that's how you got to be. That's how you uh, have more fans, how you get people to love you. And that's the goal. I have a big, uh, big back and uh, have people to love me and, and, and be great. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you, you still have it now, even with this knockout, I mean, you, you haven't gone to the seventh round yet at all. <laughs> is there a part of you because it is the unknown to say, you know, one of these fights, maybe I do want to get pushed, go, go all 12, uh, have some adversity so I can show people that even when I, I've, I'm faced with adversity, I still know how to win. Uh, is there a part of you that wants to do that? Um, I mean, like I said before, y'all know, know my slogan. Uh, the goal is, for me, is to be in and out like a robbery. But um, I'm always in shape. Uh, I'm in, I be in the best shape. Um, y'all see I don't sit down in the corner. I've been doing it since I was an amateur. Uh, there's no need for me to sit down. We, uh, we train four minutes in the gym. Uh, and we only fight three minutes, so ain't no need for me to sit down. So, um, yeah, I just, at the end of the day, I feel like I know I can go to 12 rounds because I train hard in the gym. And if I have to go 12 rounds, y'all going to see me get stronger as the rounds go on. As y'all seen the last, my last fight, I just keep getting stronger, stronger, and, you, and you're not doing nothing but giving me more time to figure my opponent out and break them down even more. Mm. And, you know, I know there are a lot of people uh, who love to watch you fight. And then they'll say, well, I don't know if he's ready though for the Errol Spences, uh, the Terrence Bud Crawfords, as you say, what's your reply to them? Um, that's their opinion. But um, at the end of the day, I know the better my opponent, the better I'm gonna be, as y'all can see. Uh, I just fought a great, uh, a great champion, a former world champion. And uh, the better my opponent, the better I'm gonna be. Uh, just, it seemed like, when I fight somebody that's great or fight somebody that's good, it just make me, you know, go to that next level. And, and it's just like, like kind of like easy for me. Um, you, you mentioned you come from a fighting family, obviously your, your trainer, your father, Bozy was a fighter, uh, brothers fighters. Um, none of them though, kind of have, have reached where you are, um, good fighters, but, they have, and a number of people in the media have dubbed you to be great. How much pressure is that on you? And do you feel that at all? Not only at home, because now, even from a family standpoint, it's all on you. And now, even from the media, when they look at the division and in the sport, they say, it's all on you. How much pressure do you, do you feel when you're on, on by yourself? Like, man, I, got the, I feel like I got the weight of the world on my shoulders. Um, you know, it's crazy. I actually, I don't feel no pressure. Everybody always asks me that question. Like, I, I never feel pressure uh, because uh, 
don't, I just don't, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's just for me being around the sport so long. I just don't feel no pressure. And I, I was able to see, you know, my brother's fight on ESPN, Showtime, and the cameras was always around. And I was right there. So I, it's like nothing new to me. Like I've been, this, this stuff's like nothing new to me. I've like been there before. It, 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 it seemed like I've been there before. And just, you know, it just, I don't know, it's weird. So it's no pressure for me. Like I just, it's just always another day in the office for me, period. Or it's just another day, period, for me. I just, you know, you got just, just take it day by day. <laughs> if you had to put a percentage on where you think you are when it comes to your full potential, where is Boots Ennis right now as a fighter? Um, I, I still feel like I didn't show uh, the world my full potential. Yeah, I only, I, I say about like 30%. Wow, boots! Come on, man. If you be a modest, yeah. huh? Yeah, I, I I feel like I haven't really had to go on my bag to you know, like show my full potential. And, and then my last fight, I feel like I was just warming up, and you know, I, I wound up getting a knockout. But I feel like I was just warming up, you know, getting loose, and you know, starting to really have some fun. Every fighter um, has their muse. Uh, someone who just inspired them, whether it's, you know, Hagler, whether it's Leonard, whether it's Tyson, um, you know, Hearns, whoever it is, who was your guy? Who was your guy, you know, as a teen growing up was like, yo, man, that, that's my guy. And you not, not say you patterned your style after him, but, you know, obviously you take a little piece of just about everybody. And who was that guy for you? Um, well, besides my brothers and uh, my dad, Everybody already know Roy Jones is like my favorite fighter, and uh, I just love the way you know he was an entertainer. The way he used to walk to the ring, he used to wrap himself out sometimes. Uh, he always had a nice fashion with him, a nice swag with him coming to the ring, and that was somebody that I always watched. Uh, Floyd was another one that I always watched. He always had you know different swag coming to the ring, had rappers walking them, walking them out. Uh, you know, had it you know. Had a big entourage and stuff like that. So that was another guy. And also uh Pernell. I can keep going. Pernell, Sugar Ray Leonard, Andre Ward. Uh it's it's a whole lot of guys that I, you know, I'd be watching and you know, just be, you know, taking game from. Uh, how old were you, Boots, when you realized um that you had been blessed with a real gift and you know, honestly had a shot uh to be, to see a world champion in this sport. How old were you when you realized and said to yourself, whoa, you know, God's really giving me something here? Um, since I started boxing, <laughs> or since I put on my, my first period of boxing gloves, I, I just knew uh, all I gotta do is stay level-headed, stay focused, stay humble, and uh, keep listening to my, you know, my team, my dad, and uh, we are on our way. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. You know, I love to do this whenever we have fighters on, since we, we like to get real here on this podcast. If it was up to you, forget about uh, Cameron Duncan, your manager. Uh, if, if Boots Ennis was his own manager, promoter, everything, picked his fight, give me your next two fights. You say, this guy and this guy. These are the next two guys I want to fight. Uh, my next two fights would, would be... Uh, a world champion fight, so probably uh, Earl Spence or 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 but and you 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 believe as of right now 
you're ready for whether it's Errol, whether it's Bud, or whether it's Manny. You're ready for them right now. And tell me why. Uh, they are great fighters, uh, you know, um, but um, I'm definitely – I've been ready, like I said before, and I'm, like I said before, I'm, I'm well-rounded in everything that I do, and uh, those type of fighters, you know, they're going to they gonna bring the best out of me, and you're going to really see what I'm really about, and it's, I feel like they, them, them fights right there, it just, that's, that's right there, it's going to make me, you know, a legend, uh, being those three guys, and that's that's the goal to be a legend, go down in history, and Hall of Fame, and you know, um, fight all the best fighter, and that's what I want to do. So it was up to me that they will be my next three fights. Mm. And, and you know the business of boxing, you know, for, for those guys, why look back? You know, they're, they're trying to look forward and, and they want all the belts. And so, you know, they know from a business decision, that's not wise. I could possibly lose all my belts to this young buck. So that's why, you know, they're not even going to contemplate uh, fighting you so do you think then, like you said, the Keith Thurmans, Sean Porters, um, you think those guys are more realistic? Because, you know, whether you're Keith Thurman, you're still looking for a fight. He's still mm -hmm. trying to look for a, 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 a big fight at 147. Sean Porter, still looking for a big fight. Do, do you think those kind of fights are more realistic for you? Um, uh, as of right now, yeah, I feel like those fights are more realistic. Um one of those top three guys. Um, but that's going to, you know, put me forward, push me forward towards a um, world title between, you know, uh, Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence, Pacquiao, and whoever else got the belt that, that week. So that's the goal, though. Fight the best, you know, work my way up. I know I got to work my way up. I know they're not going to just uh, pick me and fight me. And, I mean, I respect it, but um, I'm going to continue to keep working my way up to the world title and, you know, and, uh, keep beating everybody put in front of me, and, you know, and eventually I'll be a world champion. I feel like it will be the end of this year or 2022, beginning of 2022. Uh, um, how long do you see yourself at 147? Uh, <laughs> it's like, until I get a belt and then I collect all the belts and then, then I'll move to 54. Got it. Uh, Boots, you know, for everyone who uh, watches this podcast, and listens to it. We allow them to submit questions and we got a number of them here for you. So let's get right to them. Uh, uh, this first one comes from Twitter. It says, are you ready for Danny Garcia? You're from the same city. Y'all got to fight. <laughs> uh, most definitely. I mean, if they present, uh, if they, yeah, if they uh, offer me to offer the fight, we take it. You know, I don't have no, we don't have no problem with that. Danny, Danny, a great fighter, though. I heard he was with you at the 54. Uh, next one from Twitter is from Alex. He says, uh, what is your hobby that you enjoy most when you're away from boxing? Um, I, I have a few. Um, playing basketball is one. Um, playing video games, you know, shooting pool, uh, bowling with the family, uh, you know. Uh, playing cards. It's a lot. I can be here all day. You can keep, I can keep going. <laughs> what's your What's your game of choice when you talk about video games? Uh, 2K, Madden, uh, Call of Duty, GTA. You know, I, I play it all. <laughs> love it. I love it. Uh, next one from Twitter. Uh, it says, what do you think of a fight with a guy like 
Rashidi Ellis or Jamal James next? Uh, great fight. Uh, like I said before, anybody can get it. They can. They, all you gotta do is call, and uh, we can make it happen. Uh, this one from Xander on Twitter. It says, "When does Boots not work out? Do you work out all year? Uh, don't you take breaks?" Um, I take a I take a little break, but I, I try to stay in shape. You know, uh, don't want to get too fat, get too big. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta stay stay a certain amount of uh, pounds overweight, and you don't want to get too high. So that's what I do. And for you, like, what's the biggest that you would you would ever, when you're in between fights, what's the biggest you would ever get to? Well, weight wise. Weight wise. Uh, no comment. <laughs> 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 that's funny <laughs> okay okay no wonder you work hard okay i got you i got you but here's a good thing it's good that you're young that you can drop that weight because when you get older it gets a lot harder okay. yeah, I know. <laughs> uh this one from twitter it says yourself aside how do you rate the welterweight division from one to five. So in other words, give you your top five fighters at welterweight. Um, you know, I'm putting myself at number one. <laughs> putting myself at number one. But uh, I say me, Errol Spence, but uh, Pacquiao, uh, Sean Porter. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, this other one from Twitter, it says, please explain your neck punch. It's so under-discussed, so effective in getting the job done. Young fighters need to study it. My neck punch? That's what it says, your <laughs> neck punch. <laughs> I don't know if he, maybe he's talking about your uppercut. I don't know. It's just your neck punch. I'm not sure what he's talking about. Is he talking about me throwing my hook and it's hitting him in the neck? or uppercut? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, I don't aim for the neck. It's just, sometimes it just, you know, it just happens. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, Boots in it's, it's time for the last stand. You know the drill. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You just give me the first thing that comes to your mind, man. You ready? Got you. Okay. In your opinion, who is Philly's best young star right now? Is it Jerome Boots Ennis or cool boy Steph Stephen <laughs> Fulton, the world champion? Uh, both of us. It's both of us. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my guy. You know, I know, but I said star, not stars. I said star. Who is no, the gonna, guy of Philly? We're we gonna shine together. <laughs> we we shining together. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of that, did you see Shakur Stevenson uh, raining your praises all over social media? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's my boy. Uh, yeah, he's a great fighter, man. Great fighter. And, and when it comes to fighters, if you had to say, who is your partner? Who is Boots's partner when it comes to fighters? My partners. Uh, yeah, like. I mean, I got, I got, it's a few. Uh, you got Kuwait cool stuff, uh, Shakur. Um, just, it's, it's a lot. Uh, 
It's, it's so many, you know, I can't name right now. And then as soon as I get off here, I'm going to remember later on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be calling you like, this guy, this guy, this guy. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot It's a lot of people that, uh, that I'm real cool with, you know, in boxing, you know. And, you know, we're going to shine. We all going to shine together. That's great. Um, if you had your choice, who would you rather fight right now? Errol Spence Jr. or Terrence Bud Crawford? I can't get both. Can't get both. You had to pick your two. Which one? Um, I want both. Mm. <laughs> I want but both. which one I you want more? Like, either one. It don't. It don't really matter to me. They both got both, so it don't matter. But uh, Spence got two, so we, we can go Spence. Everybody in the world wants those two to fight in your opinion who would you see winning that fight um that's a great fight uh two great fighters um i, I still think i think it's 50 50 um you got you got to see who's gonna be the best best man on fight night whoever uh, prepared the best uh, in your opinion boots aside <laughs> who's the best fighter in the welterweight division Yeah, right, you know <laughs> Boots aside, it's, it's me. If, there, uh, if there was a guy out there, who's the guy in that 147 that you even you even put on your window and said, man, I I I gotta take this guy out. He he's right. People consider him the best in the division. Um, I mean, you 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 gotta besides me, you gotta give it to Spence because he he has the most votes at the um wait. Um Again, boots and it's aside. <laughs> who represents Philly? Or how about this? Who does Philly love more? Tevin Farmer, Julian Williams, or Danny Garcia? Tevin Farmer, Julian Williams, and Danny Garcia. Who does Philly love more? How y'all gonna make me answer that? <laughs> you, you, you Mr. Philly. I'm not, I'm, you got I'm the pulse in the city. I'm, I'm, I wanna know uh, I wanna know who the fight fans love and Philly love more out of those three. Is it Danny Garcia, Tevin Farmer, or is it J-Rock Julian Williams? And I know all three of them. I I I, I don't know. <laughs> Take a stand, my brother. Take a stand. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm going to say, I don't know. <laughs> I don't you was going to give me an answer, too. You know I it's was, right there. I was, but I, don't, I, I can't really, I can't really say. Really you gotta, I'm sure you got a, a feeling there's people in Philly say, man, I love this cat, man. He, I, I mean, they all had, they, you know, they time. And then he was hot first. Then it was, you know, uh, then it was Tev. Tev was hot. And then, you know, J-Rock, hell, he was, well, he had all, definitely, like, he had mostly all the belts. So yeah. everybody had their own section. So you can't just say just one. It's a good politically correct answer there. That's a good politically <laughs> correct answer. <laughs> all right, this is an easy one here. Last but not least, if Jerron Ennis wasn't a professional fighter, what would you be doing right now as a professional? Um, uh, probably be 
trying to get in the NBA. Oh, <laughs> that been, that? I mean, because I, I played basketball for uh, a while. I played when I was about like nine to about like 13. I played AAU. So, I mean, I, I had hoop dreams, but I was still boxing at the same time. But, you know, I gave I gave basketball up. It wasn't fun for me as it was, as boxing was for me. So, you know, I just stuck with boxing and continued boxing. But I definitely still, uh, you know, love basketball. That's like my uh, second sport right there. And, and uh, how many times you see yourself fighting this year? Um, maybe two, two more times. Two, two more times, times is fine. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I, hopefully, I get back in you know July or August, and uh, you know, hopefully, a big name. And 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 boxing has, you know, listen. There, there's the promotional. There's the political. Say, does it does it matter to you on what platform you fight on? Um, at the end of the day, I just want to rumble and fight and I'm a fighter and that's all I want to do is fight, be great, fight the best fighters and, um, you know, get hit as less as possible and, uh, you know, keep my head on street, stay focused, you know, and uh, go down in history. And have you thought about how long you want to fight in, in this fight game? How long do you want to be a fighter? And when you're done, how long do you want to fight first? Um, I'm gonna say probably till I'm about like like 33, 34. I don't want to be in the game too long because you know I I got a lot of fights already right now, and um I feel like I'm I'm getting ready to make my mark in this you know boxing game. So I feel about, I feel like I got about like 10 more years, maybe 11 more years, and then I'm gonna go ahead and hang, hang it up and be a you know be a trainer. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. that's that's fantastic. <laughs> That's yeah. hey, look, that's what we do here on the last stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport, like Jerron, Boots, Ennis. Yo, we got to do something with, with this nickname Boots, man. You know, um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta come up with some some kind of hook. So when people ask you about boots and how you got that nickname, that it just sounds imposing. We gotta come up with some boxing <laughs> thing. Like, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I smashed you in the face like someone kicking you in the face with some boots or something. You know what I mean? We got to <laughs> we got to trick that up something. <laughs> yeah, we we we, we got to remix it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. My, my story my story on there a little boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not your fighting style. Uh, keep knocking them out, man. I always appreciate you taking the time and talking with us. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, folks, that's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names, just like Jerome Boots and us. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. <laughs>